You may be deepening a process you've already been expressing for a while or realigning it. You may be starting a new project or endeavor altogether. You may be doing something like this for the very first time. Wherever you are beginning, you have to take the first step of coming further into awareness, of acknowledging that nudge and then exploring, coming into the awareness in order to gain the access, in order to gain the access to your next action and begin to formulate your next message. It all begins by understanding the mind. I want to be happy now. I don't care about the future. I want to be happy right now. You are not alone. You are never, ever, ever alone in this. It's helped my voice grow and given me freedom to be creative on my own. I'm Christina Barcy. Welcome to Be Bold Begin, a podcast dedicated to you, the creative, the healer, and the innovator. The topics and conversations we have here are designed to help you discover what might be getting in your way and offer you tools, techniques, and guidance to move through them. I live in the imposter's body more than I live in my own body. I don't have to feel like I don't deserve this. This is where creativity and healing intersect. If you decide to be bold and begin, you have the opportunity to feel humbled and empowered. I totally believe that. I'm a certified Kaizen Muse creativity coach, a certified Reiki energy healer, and an entrepreneur, artist, and presenter. I will share with you my experiences, my proven tools and techniques that helped me and my clients and loved ones shift and expand in the areas they most desired. This is a gentle and open space where you will hear how others are being bold to encourage you to begin your own journey or expand the one you're on. This is Be Bold Begin. Hi, welcome back. This is Barcy, your host. And as I was considering what I needed to share with you most at this time, I discovered that it is this, getting your message into the world. Because I believe so deeply in your purpose and creating pathways and tools and conversations to get you closer to living yours, meaning your purpose, then I thought that this topic would make sense. So what I'm going to do is create a three-part mini-series, starting with today's episode, Accessing Your Message, and then next will be Activating Your Message, and then Alchemizing Your Message. And this is actually a precursor to a special announcement that I'll be making in one of these upcoming episodes. I'm not sure yet if I'll be sharing this in the next one, activating your message or in the one after that, which is the alchemizing your message episode. So just be sure to stay tuned and listen to both. So you don't miss this very special opportunity that I will be announcing. It will, I'll I'll say that it is going to be an opportunity to work with me in a one-on-one fashion around your message. I won't say more about how (laughs) or what exactly it is yet, but that's the teaser. So I will share with you now that if you're a heart-led entrepreneur or a creator or spiritual or healing entrepreneur, and you're ready to expand your message, then this is going to be made for you. But don't worry if you're also just making these discoveries, then I have something for you too, that I'll talk a little bit more about at the end of this episode And this three-part mini-series will be really helpful in starting to lean into a process 
in discovering your unique message because everyone truly has a unique message that is unique to them that others uh, can benefit from. So that is what I love to help you tap into. So let's get started. So I want to begin by talking about something that I think is often overlooked or simply not really discussed very much in these kind of spaces. And this podcast is called People Begin. So I want to address how beginning can happen at different parts of your evolutionary process and how to begin to understand your creative cycle. We're just going to touch on this a bit, but just enough for you to kind of understand how this applies to you at any point, meaning it is normal to be really seasoned in something and maybe even in the middle of creating something, or you've been doing it for a long time, let's say, and come to a point where there's more and there's new things to do and it needs a shift or it needs a pivot or there's something else that you want to be creating or just creating it in a different way. And so that begs the question for us to then become aware again and really figure out what that thing is. And oftentimes that makes us feel like we're starting over or, you know, we've wasted time or something like that. And that's not true. It's just, we're in a growth period again, and this can happen at any point. And I just want to say that because it's very normal. It's normal to have these growth moments and it's normal for them to feel like all kinds of things. They can feel scary. They can feel like you're losing everything because things will start to release uh, oftentimes during periods like this. And that can be very scary and a little challenging to know which, which type of change it is. If, if something went wrong, let's say, right. And really understanding the difference between something that isn't going well or something that is just in the middle of changing into its more evolved version. So this is why the awareness process is so important. And this is why understanding how to connect with your inner wisdom and your true understanding of where you're headed next, really tapping into that and gaining a a good understanding of the difference and having tools and ways for you to walk through moments like that with a sense of excitement and peace and trust. Trust is the biggest one. So this is an awareness episode. So we're talking about all the different kinds of awareness that you can come into during these kinds of cycles. Sometimes we're, it's the first time we're really leaning into ourselves like this. So you can be in any part of the experience in order for this to be useful to you. So even before I really delve into that beginning part, right? I want to talk more about the access. So what do I mean when I say accessing your message? So we can't work with our purpose. We want to work from a place of purpose so that we create all of that authentic alignment, but we can't work with our purpose and create our message from it if we haven't tapped into accessing it yet. So if you have a knowing that there is something bigger pulling at you, you're feeling it, right? You're feeling the discord or you're feeling the excitement. It can feel like a lot of different things, but you're noticing something and it's asking you to explore it and you're feeling ready to listen to this nudge. 
you're tired of ignoring it. You feel like there's something there, or maybe this is the episode that you listen to and you realize, Hey, I'm kind of feeling like that. Maybe I should listen to it wherever you're at with that. You're starting to notice it and maybe you're becoming ready to begin to learn how to access this further, how to access your purpose or how to connect with your purpose again in this new space and time that you're in. So from there, you also gain access to your message because your message is an expression of your purpose. So let's just define that a little bit more for a moment. Your message is one way that your purpose wants to communicate. You can have many messages, many ways to express it. Some are going to feel more aligned than others during different parts of your journey. And you may even come back to some of those expressions at another part of your journey. It doesn't make it wrong. It just, sometimes it's about timing. Sometimes there's a step that comes before the next step. And sometimes a message execution, right? Like evolves into something different, but we need that first thing to explore. Like for example, podcasting is a wonderful way to begin to explore and activate your message and alchemize your message, which really means embodying it and we get there by clarifying and really expressing and practicing and speaking it more often and making space for us to explore it in a way that is expansive, in a way that involves others. Sometimes that's through writing, you know, blogging is a great way to do it too. You could be expressing your message that way. But before we even get to the expression part, we need to really refine which, which main message we're coming back to that is from our purpose, that is serving our, our purpose, that's serving our aligned version of ourselves, because that is when we get the best results. That's when we get into a space that feels more fulfilled, that feels like the experience we want to be having, that feels more joyful, that has a wealth of energy to it. That's what alignment gives us. That's what connecting and aligning with our purpose gives us. That's what discovering a message to express gives us. So this is the, this is what we want to get to. So there are many, like I said, there are many ways to communicate your purpose and we want to start discovering which message is feeling the most energized for you right now. So we have to start with that awareness. We have to start accessing, we have to gain access to this conversation with ourselves. We have to gain access to this intuitive conversation with our purpose. So there's lots of practical ways to do this and we will, we will get into that. And I have to say, as always, the first thing is always becoming aware. Aware gives us access. So becoming aware that there is something more aligned for you to experience. That's one of the first steps. Then allowing space to explore what this might be from a place of kindness and curiosity. That part's really important. And again, I'll show you how to do this in just a moment and what the difference looks like. So again, allowing space, giving yourself permission. That's what space means here. Allowing permission, allowing space to explore what this might be from a place of kindness and curiosity. So now coming back to how beginning can happen during different parts of the process. So what I'm saying is that no matter how connected you are 
or how new you may be to connecting with yourself. One or the other, somewhere in between, doesn't matter. You can always go deeper and you can always become more aware and you can always make new discoveries. That's the growth process. That's the cycle. And it starts over all the time. And that's good. That means you're growing. That means you're expanding. That means you're reaching new heights for what you're trying to create. So through this, you have a constant open door to evolve. You always do. And there's different parts of this creative cycle because whether you identify as creative or not, when you are shifting and expanding and working in places where you want to achieve transformation or wanting to express your purpose, you're creating. So it's really lovely to understand the creative cycle. So I talk about it a lot here in this space because one, I have the tools to do so. I, I, I understand it really well. And once I gained a big understanding of it, it really changed my life and helped me understand how to work with myself in a way that I hadn't before. And it, it really, um, evolved the way I approach things and make decisions. And it really, really inspires me to share it with you so that you can use it in ways that help you do the same thing. So understanding the creative process, whether you're creating a business, whether you're creating your next transformation, whether you are trying to excavate your message from your purpose and create that connection, that's all part of the creative process. That growth is, is like creating art. It's, it's very much the same thing. So you can apply it here. So like I said, through this, you have a constant open door to evolve. You can always grow. That means you can become aware that there is more available for you. There's always more available to work within your purpose. Maybe, maybe work with it in a way that's more aligned to a new evolution that you're, that you're stepping into, or maybe the beginnings of a new shift that is calling you. You feel it. You just feel that nudge, right? So from this begins a new cycle, like, like I said, with your creative process to bring forth your message, to give it form, to give it action and to give it expansion. You may be deepening a process you've already been expressing for a while or realigning it. You may be starting a new project or endeavor altogether. You may be doing something like this for the very first time, wherever you are beginning, you have to take the first step of coming further into awareness of acknowledging that nudge and then exploring, coming into the awareness in order to gain the access, in order to gain the access to your next action and begin to formulate your next message. So I'm going to say that one more time because that's basically an equation. If you think about it, when you break it down, when you're beginning, when you're beginning something new, you you feel like something needs to happen and you get to decide, am I going to go on this journey or am I going to ignore it? <laughs> and I'm hoping you're going to decide to pay attention to it. And if you do, then you're beginning the cycle. So that's the, that's the first, first, first step. And then it's about agreeing to come into this awareness process, coming further into awareness so that you can gain access to your next action. So inspired action is what this kind of becomes. And from there you begin to formulate your next message. And all of this comes from this very purposeful place that only, you know, you're the one that knows what that is. You're the one in charge here. You're the one that, that has the answers. So here's where the tools come in. One of my favorite tools 
is small questions and paired with a journal practice. So this time we're combining these two things. I know I talk about small questions a lot on this show. I even did a whole series called small questions, but, and they're short, but they are really powerful. They can really, really, really change the way you experience something Then they can bring in what you want faster. So I love working with these. They're maybe, maybe my favorite tool. Maybe. (laughs) Um, I love them. And, uh, I just rolled them out in my new intuitive creators Academy and collective membership space as well. So there's a bunch of tools in there where I'm, I'm in there all the time. So you can actually ask me questions and get help with your specific thing. If you jump in there, I'll talk more about that at the end, but small questions, we're pairing it with the journal practice. So here's what you can do to begin coming into awareness around anything you want further, you want to explore further is to ask it curious, gentle questions. And here's how we can do that. So for example, starting with the journal practice, begin by spending time writing in your journal, what your feelings are that is getting your attention. What is that? What's going on? Just literally like brain dump what that might be. And just allow yourself space. Once again, permission to free write about this as much as you can until you run out of steam and then add to it whenever you notice more bubbling up, which can happen over lots of time. It doesn't have to all be in one day. In fact, it's better if it's not it, allow yourself like, Oh, if you feel like more, more questions or more feelings or more pondering thoughts are bubbling up, then allow yourself to go, what if I write this down right now and just free write without judgment and just allow it to pour out of you. And then this is the part that you may not enjoy as much. I think it's really important though. Reread those entries, go back and read them. And even though you may not want to do it, it's, it's where you can begin the curiosity process. So that's why this step becomes even more important. It's very good to just get things out of yourself and onto paper or somewhere just outside of yourself. That's, that's part of the process. But the next part that makes it really valuable is the fact that you did write it down on paper and you can reread it. And then you can go back and look at what came up for you, which when we free write, when we really, really do allow it to be a free writing exercise, when we're not thinking too much about what we're putting on paper and we're just allowing it to flow, that is where we see things that we maybe normally wouldn't see. It's coming from that subconscious mind, from that unconscious mind, which turns out is the same thing. It's just two different ways to say it. So reread it and try to do that with an open heart. Try to do that with a a kind heart with a generous heart and give yourself some freedom to sound different than what you really want to sound like when you're talking to someone else. For example, sometimes it can be very uncomfortable to read something that we wrote in this way, in this free writing kind of stage. So just give yourself permission for it to be whatever it is. And as you read it, try to begin reading it from a place of curiosity so from what you're, you're feeling and what you're observing from your journal, here's where the curiosity comes in. What questions are coming up for you? And then write those down. 
So you're reading what you wrote and you're noticing things. This is where uh, observation helps with the awareness process. So observing again, from a place of curiosity, what you wrote, you're, you're having questions come up. Sometimes they don't completely form. So I'd like you to allow them space to form a little more than you normally would. And if it's just one or two things, write those down. Maybe it's on a separate page, like questions from journal entry number one, or questions from this date. Um, dating is nice. I started dating my journal, adding dates to my entries, because when I go back to read them sometimes, like years later, I'm like, when did I write this? And it doesn't really help me as a reflection if I don't know when, um, if I can't figure out what stage I was in in the cycle, right? And where I was in my journey. So I, I do encourage you to write down the date and you can then create your separate page of questions that way too. So you can really follow along and use this like a workbook for you. You can create a workbook journal in this way within the awareness process. And then as you continue through, so write your questions down and then here's an, here's the next step. Check the questions you wrote down for kindness and openness and then rephrase them into kinder, more open questions if you need to. So for example, if you have a question that comes up like this, where is this coming from? If I said that to a, a human being <laughs> that I love, they may feel like I'm judging them a little bit, right? There's a something about that phrasing that feels judgmental. And we do this a lot with ourselves. So it may be very natural for you to go, where the heck is this coming from? Because you may not know yet. And that could be um, sometimes a little striking, a little off-putting, but here's how I would rephrase that. I wonder what this is trying to tell me. That's one version. I wonder what this is trying to tell me, or what is it that you want me to know about this? And you would be like your intuitive self, right? Or your highest self, however you like to think about that. So what is it that you want me to know about this? Or I wonder what this is trying to tell me. That feels very different than where is this coming from? <laughs> this is also a great exercise for how to be more compassionate to the people we love in our lives. Sometimes we can easily just react to things that we don't understand because we don't have the whole picture yet, right? It's everyone comes across situations like that. And I found myself being better over time. The more I practice this with myself in, in being able to do it with, with others as well. And your life becomes more peaceful. It's very nice, <laughs> but it's not always perfect. Sometimes, you know, like I said, every, all of this is a practice. So this is just another way for us to practice how to get to these answers faster. And we can do it with these kinds of open questions. And I'll explain why in a moment, why it works, why it actually works faster. So here's another example. It might be turning statements into questions like things, maybe questions didn't come up for you when you were rereading. Maybe you had more of a statement like, and I don't want you to judge your statements, just write them all down. So again, you can get them out of your head and, and notice this is all about observing and just notice what is coming up for you and writing them down allows you to just 
move on to the next one. So write them down. And then what else is coming up? Write it down. What else is coming up? Write it down. What else are you noticing? Write it down. Maybe it's a question. Maybe it's a statement. So here's what a statement might look like. I wish I knew what to do next. I wish I knew what to do next. Sometimes it's just like, great. I have all of this information. Maybe, maybe it's just a bunch of thoughts. Now what? Right? Like, I wish I knew what to do next. That can turn into, I wonder what one step might be that I can take next to explore this. So I wish I knew what to do next can turn into, I wonder what one step might be that I can take next to explore this. Or here's another one. I've discovered that I'm not enjoying what I've been doing very much. That happened to me recently, maybe a couple of years ago. And that sucks to discover that at first. It really isn't super fun, but it was really important that I made that discovery. And if that's you, it's really good to to see this. I've discovered that I'm not enjoying what I've been doing very much. That can turn into what would feel good to do if I could change this into anything fun. What would feel good to do if I could change this into anything fun? So thinking about what would be fun, right? Like, what would that be? What would make this, what would make this fun or what would be fun? Maybe it's not this at all, right? So finding ways to go, okay, well, well, what's the, these are playing with opposites too, which is reframing. So we're reframing through this process as we create questions. There's a reason I'm creating questions as well, and not just rephrasing the statements into other statements. Questions are the essence of them are curious. And asking a question is more kind than stating something to someone, right? And you are someone you're in a relationship with yourself. And that is kind of what we're doing here. We're working with that relationship with yourself. It's much kinder to ask yourself a curious question than it is to tell yourself what to do, right? So that is the difference. That's why we're, it's one of the reasons we're using questions and not just rephrasing a statement into another statement that might just be a nicer statement. We're not just trying to be nice. We're trying to actually create possibility. And that's what curiosity does. And kindness allows for lots of permission too. So really, really purposeful when I'm using questions here. So here's another one. I'm feeling disappointed that I've lost so much time already. That's common too. We feel like we've lost time or we've wasted time on something. I'm feeling disappointed that I've lost so much time already that could turn into what if everything I've done so far is the foundation to my next thing. And you may not know what that next thing is yet. That's where it gets tricky. (laughs) That's where really leaning into the trusting yourself becomes the exercise, right? So if you're feeling disappointed that you've lost time, you've wasted time, what if everything I've done so far is the foundation to my next thing? That sounds very exciting, right? And here's just a few more curious question options. They're not reframes. They're just good, curious questions. What would it feel like to try something new? What would it feel like to do it differently? What would it feel like to change my process a little by doing fill in the blank, depending on what you're doing? What would it feel like to be open to what my highest self wants for me next? Again, you can replace highest self with what whatever makes sense to you. What would it feel like to be open to what my highest self wants for me next? And then what if it's okay to change it all? 
What if it is okay to change it all? So those are some examples. And of course, if you are going through something like this right now, I encourage you to think of a few questions of your own that make sense, but try the process, do the journal, do the observation, do the journal, reread it, come up with your, your question or statement page, and then go back in and see if you can modify them into something that's curious and kind. So I'm, I'm wondering, do you notice, do you notice the difference? Do you notice the kindness in the curious small questions? And can you feel the openness to possibility with the reframed questions? Does it feel, it feels more open, right? The more we're able to explore in this way with kindness, the less we make ourselves wrong. Number one, when we explore with kindness, the less we make ourselves wrong. And the more we increase our trust in our own guidance and wisdom, the faster we can arrive at answers because we're not busy making ourselves wrong, which we do a lot, right? It's very human nature to do that. If you're not doing that, fucking fantastic. That's great. (laughs) But a lot of us do, and, and you may not even realize you're doing it, which is why this journaling observation process is so important. Sometimes we don't realize we've been really using up a lot of energy, making ourselves wrong by telling us, telling ourselves what to do all the time, rather than asking ourselves what we really want to do. What do we really want to do? That's a really different energy. And again, this is a relationship with yourself. You're going to want to treat it like, like you're treating someone outside of yourself with kindness. And instead of telling them what to do, asking them what they want to do, really, really different energy. So that last part's really the hack, that, that, that faster part, being kind, not wasting time on telling ourselves that we're wrong (laughs) or not spending a lot of time telling ourselves that we are wrong. We need to come into the awareness first, but then we have an opportunity to shift it. So curious kindness gets us to our results faster. It puts us into communication with our unconscious mind and our intuitive self, because here's the other reason questions work. The brain does not know how to deny a question. So it is to our advantage to ask it questions that will serve us from our purpose. And the messages will begin to emerge. So when we're asking it to answer that kind of question, it will try to do so and it will come up with answers for you. Then we can begin the process of clarifying it further and working with a few ways that you may explore expressing and activating that message. And sometimes we have to do that in order to decide that we need to move on or tweak it or get clearer or return to an awareness moment and work on our messaging more or realize like, Oh, that's actually not what I'm trying to say. It's a little bit more on this side of things or, you know, it's, it's, we have to start exploring it. We have to start activating it so that we can, clarify further. And that's going to be next time's episode, the part two. So we'll, we'll dive into that in the next one. So if you want even more guidance and how to be in this kind of process and work within your awareness and work within your observational part of the process, wherever you are in your journey, again, whether you're just starting something new or are in a long process and you're ready to align it further, or you're starting a new business, or you're just really wanting to get to the expansion of your message. And maybe you've just been working 
in a space that is creating your career. I do this often where I'm just creating, I'm creating. And my next step is really to expand the message and get it to more people. So all of that, depending wherever you are, all of it is useful to join me in my Intuitive Creators Academy and Collective, where I talk about this stuff more, where I have these pathways and tools all under one umbrella for you, including weekly live meditations that tap into your unconscious mind. I use small questions in those all the time and more in-depth teachings inside the membership space. And there are five phases that you can advance through. And it's the only place where you gain access to any of the other courses I create as well. So I've created five phases that are part of this curriculum that are part of the cycle that you can come back to any part, any phase, whenever it starts over, whenever you're ready to do something new, but doing it one time super evolves your process and your approach to everything that you create from then on. And you can only go deeper and deeper and deeper with yourself from there. And your expansion gets more clear. And like I said, from there, you gain access to any course I create inside this, this membership space as well. So there's a lot of tools in there. The thing I'm going to announce is going to take place in there as well. So if you join the first two weeks are, are free and you can just explore And what it is, is my intuitive creators methodology combines the Kaizen Muse creativity techniques and tools that I am certified in. And then I created my own to support and attune you to your intuitive wisdom. So it's really combining all of those things together. So I hope you join me there. And if you do, please introduce yourself and tell me that you listened to this episode. That would be amazing. So I hope this helped. We'll dig into activation next time and happy creating. We hope that these episodes inspire and empower you to take your next steps in your own intuitive journey towards a life or business that feels clear, authentic, and aligned. And if you're ready for more tools and guidance like courses and free events, then I'd love to invite you to my new Intuitive Creators Academy and Collective. It's free to join Just follow the link in the show notes and remember to DM me once you get there to receive a special gift for being a listener of People Begin. I'll look forward to seeing you there.